0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the July 24th edition of This Guy Likes Sports. Got a couple things to talk about today, mainly in the world of soccer. Before we get to that, I just want to remind you, you can email me here at thisguylikesports at iCloud.com. Also, follow me on Twitter at TGLikesports. Send me your thoughts. Follow uh, the show and everything on Twitter. So a couple of things today. First off, uh, we're coming right off the back of uh, an offer from Arsenal. To Liverpool for the services of Luis Suarez. And apparently, they have offered 40 million plus one pound, uh, which in Suarez's contract actually triggers an automatic review. In other words, the club has to consider the offer. If it's over 40 million pounds, which uh, Arsenal has made it 40 million plus one. So Liverpool does actually have to consider. It. Now, originally they had rejected this offer outright, just flat out rejected the offer. Um, but uh, Suarez has apparently leaned on them quite a bit. And now they've actually allowed Suarez to start talking to Arsenal um, and and to kind of develop that, that relationship and that possibility a little bit more. Um, A couple of things come to mind when we're talking about this. I mean, one, if you don't know, Luis Suarez has had a career that's sort of been mired in a lot of controversy, especially since he moved from Ajax in the Netherlands over to Liverpool in England. Two major incidences, um, the the first being he was given a multi-game suspension because of racist remarks he made to Manchester United's uh, Patrice Evra during a game. And then after that, um, last season was given a ten-game suspension because of a, of a bite he bit a Chelsea defender, Ivan Ivanovic, excuse me, um, and uh, which was just mind blowing. I saw the match when it happened, and and I mean it was like watching an eight year old, you know, playing out there with men. And so, but despite all of that, I mean, Liverpool has really stood by Luis Suarez, and I think it's a bit disingenuous of him. To, um, to, to now really entertain offers, not only away from Liverpool, but to a competitor. I mean, this, this is a team, talking about moving to a team that is going to be in direct competition for the trophy next season, for the Premiership title, for Champions League spots. Um, these guys are, are likely going to see each other multiple times in the competition next season. And, and he's talking about moving away to, to one of those teams. I am a, really not a huge fan of Luis Suarez. I never have been. I, th- I think he's a petulant child. And I think that he's, um, if not overrated, he's not worth the trouble and the headaches and the ridiculous circus that he brings to your club. Um, you know, with, with these, but with both of these incidents that he's been involved with in the past, they're just ridiculous, easily avoidable. And, um, and, and he has come off as a real just low class guy in both cases. Now, from the Arsenal perspective, the reason that this um, is particularly interesting for those of you that don't really follow the English Premier League that closely is Arsenal is a team that has consistently been in the top four, five, six uh, in, in for almost as long, as long as you can remember. The way that they have maintained. Though their success has been a bit unorthodox, now, they have really focused on developing young talent and bringing them up through the system. Their transfer bills, compared to their their rivals at the top, have been very, very, very small. So for Arsenal to be willing to, you know, offer forty million, and then ultimately it looks like the valuation is probably going to have to go up if they actually are serious about landing. It was probably going to be closer to fifty. Um, this is really unheard of. I mean, they have sold. Major players before they sold Fabregas, they sold Van Persie. They 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 sell big players. They don't buy big players. So this is a real move away from from what's worked in the past for Arsenal, or at least what their strategy has been. And I think it's interesting because it really begs the question: Is Arsenal putting pressure on Arsene Wenger to to uh, the current Arsenal manager to break from his from his past strategy, or is Wenger putting pressure on the board to give him more money to go out and buy top-level talent that's going to push them closer to the title? I think it's really, really interesting, and it'll be interesting to see how Arsenal continues off the back of this. If they continue to make big signings or if they're going to kind of put all their eggs in one basket on one striker, if that's the approach they're taking, I, I really question the logic here. I question the the, the decision-making that would make Luis Suarez the person that you decide to hang the hopes of your club on. Because honestly, I I think this guy's nothing but trouble. I think he's going to cause more, more controversy than, than trophies he's going to win. But that's why they pay those guys, the big bucks and not me. So they I'm sure they know what they're doing. Um, the other thing I want to talk about in the transfer market is, as, as maybe, you know, by now I'm a huge Manchester United supporter. I love Manchester United. I've, I've followed them for, for many, many years now. And um, I'm finding it really, really interesting to follow them in the transfer market this season. I mean, the 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 start of the next season is about a month away, a little less than a month away now. So uh, the 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 summer, the off season, has gone by really quickly. And soccer doesn't really have much of an off season to speak of. I mean, everybody's in their their summer tours right now, where they're going to, you know, Africa and Asia and the United States and, and South America and play like that just to promote the team, to to push the brand, to do. Uh, friendlies and things like that, and to keep everybody in shape. That's what everybody's off doing right now while the managers and the uh, and the management have to deal with the transfer market. Now, already, uh, a lot of the the challengers for the title next season, Chelsea and Manchester City, um, as we just talked about, Liverpool and Arsenal, have already been involved in a lot of transfer, a lot of buying, a lot of selling, um, beefing up the teams, especially Manchester City. I mean, they have made it clear that, this season, um, they're going to be coming again for another title, and they are spending the money that it's going to take to do it. However, Manchester United really has been pretty quiet so far, and I think it begs the question of why. Now, they've made some offers. They've made offers for, for Fabregas from Barcelona. Um, doesn't Right now, certainly doesn't look like that is actually going anywhere and, and doesn't look like it's going to actually result in anything. United already lost out on um, Tiago Alcantara, uh, was outbid for him. Um, it sounds like they were interested in, in Gareth Bale from Tottenham. Doesn't look like they're going to get him either. And so the question really becomes, I mean, it has has United lost its sway? Has it lost its influence um, in the transfer market? I mean, there was a point in time where, you know, they could buy pretty much anybody that they wanted. Uh, but now we're seeing again and again and again, United missing out on these big players. So I, I think if they, you know, uh, if they sign and Filani Fel- from Everton, that would be a that would be a good signing, especially given the current manager's ties to Everton. Just came over from there, um, but that certainly wouldn't make headlines, and that certainly wouldn't be considered a successful transfer season if that was the only person that they landed. So I think that there's a lot of I have a lot of concern right now about um, how United is preparing for the upcoming season, especially if they do end up selling Rooney um, either now or in the winter transfer market, which is also possible, though extremely unlikely. Um, And so I really think that it begs the question, um, has Manchester United lost its power? Now, it may seem ridiculous that we're talking about this, given the fact that we are talking about the current reigning Premier League champions. Let's not forget, this is a team that, as is, is a is a dynamite organization with a ton of talent and a ton of capability. I mean, you could make a very strong argument that without adding to their squad at all, even just taking last year's squad forward, um, that, that they still have a lot to offer. But let's not forget that United didn't, even though the points-wise, they they kind of ran away with the title. I mean, the, the title chase was over way before the season was. But it's not like this team has no room for improvement. I mean, the Premiership is one of those leagues that if you want to win, you got to spend. And and um, there's been very few teams that can say, well, we didn't spend much, but we got a lot of silverware out of it. I mean, there's just not that many uh, competitions. There's not that many uh, teams within the Premiership that can actually claim. Now, there are exceptions to that rule. I mean, especially if you look at like the FA Cup, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, that's a competition that involves all of the English teams, not just the ones in the Premier League. So the league below that, and the one below that, and the one below that, they all kind of get thrown into a hat. Um, there's a draw, they play against each other until there's one team left so and there have been a couple of smaller teams teams that don't have nearly as big of a wage bill that do tend to do quite well in that tournament, and they go far and, and there's been a couple of teams that have won the tournament and gone bankrupt all in the same in the same year so it's it's kind of an it's a bit of an anomaly there but manchester united has been the antithesis of arsenal like we just talked about arsenal brings up a lot of youth players through their youth system they buy them young they buy them cheap manchester united does not go that way they buy players who have already proven themselves, for the most part, um, who have already um, you know, proven themselves in their position, maybe have already won some silverware, Um, that's the way that United does it. They spend a lot of money to earn those trophies, to win those trophies. And to be fair, I mean, that's the way that a lot of teams have done it recently. All the teams that, that win big have spent a lot of money to get there, whether we're talking about teams in England, United, City, Chelsea. Um, or teams in other competitions, Barcelona and Real Madrid, for example, uh, Bayern Munich, uh, the the teams that have done quite well in the international competitions recently. So um, it, it's troubling when a team that builds a strategy off of buying new players can't seem to buy any new players. I mean, that is inherently a problem. And I think that it's whether it's a reflection on United's current power within the world of football and maybe waning a little bit to maybe a lack of capability um, or at least trust in the new management. I mean, United just had their their longtime manager, Alex Ferguson, retire, um, who had been with the the team for decades. Uh, you know, the, this is the a manager who had done everything you can do in a managerial career and then re- they replace him. With David Moyes, who is a accomplished but young uh, manager who's never managed a team the size of Manchester United. And I just wonder if maybe right now they're having a little bit of trouble attracting players because they are a team in flux. They are a team um, under new management, a lot of changes happening. They haven't even established a new system. So it's possible that I'm being a little unfair to the team. I'm maybe being unfair to the management and that Maybe they haven't figured out yet exactly what kind of a team they want to make. I mean, David Moyes is inheriting a team that was hand-picked, hand-built by a guy who had been developing a system over, over 20 or 30 years. Um, and, and now to expect him to to just immediately move into that system without any kind of changes is, is probably a little unrealistic. So I'll be interested to see how this plays out. Um, it's possible that they may make a flurry of purchases Right at the end, it's possible. It's not as bad as it seems that maybe they've made more headway with players like Fabrias than it than it would appear in the media. But right now, it's just going to be interesting to see what they do and how they do it, um, how the team is going to stack up for this current season. They certainly have a lot of work to do um, with with all the changes that are being made in with their competitors and all the purchases they've been making. That's gonna do it for us for today. Don't forget again, you can email me at this guy like sports at icloud dot com follow me on twitter at tg like sports thanks so much for listening we'll see you next time